Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Spicing Things Up. I am your host, Brennan Merkel, and we're spicing things up here today, aren't we? I am doing the intro today, and I am here with my fellow host, Jacob Benson. Jacob, it's almost the new year, man. How are you getting ready for 2021? I'm more mourning the fact that we're not going to be able to talk about how bad this year is anymore. <laughs> Can't blame things on this year anymore, right? No, because as soon as 21, or 2021 hits, we're kind of just like stuck with optimism because it can't get any worse than it already is in life right now. You know who is ready for 2021, I'm sure, is a lot of teams in the NFL. Yeah, and definitely not. And this Santa past Vegas. weekend was a toughie for a couple of teams. And to start our show, we're going to recap a those and start with the Bills game from last night, Monday night. How Absolutely electric. I love Josh Allen. And I wish I wish I knew him personally. And going off, the Patriots are definitely one of those teams that are just absolutely ready for this year to be just end already because they're like a chicken running around with their head cut off. And they have one of the top five, I think, um, cap space room for teams next year. So I'm sure they're just ready. Bill Belichick is probably just grumpy old man on the sidelines every single game. Yeah, Cam Newton, I don't think he's cut out to be a uh, starting quarterback in the NFL anymore. It's, I think he's had his time. It is so hard because the the Patriots are so weird because all of a sudden they're like, let's, uh, let's toss in Jared Stidham in the mix because Cam Newton isn't getting the job done and then things are just as shitty. So it's like – yeah. This team is just dead. They're absolutely dead. But on the other side, the Bills are – they're sweet. You want to hear a cool stat? I do. The Bills have not won 12 games in the regular season since 1993. And guess what other year that was? What year was that? That was their last Super Bowl appearance in which they lost. Damn. So, you know what? Bills fans deserve this. Because I know they lost in the wild card round to the Texans last year but they have definitely worked their asses off. Josh Allen is definitely starting to see his true potential. I'm liking what I'm seeing this year. I'm not going to lie to you, though. I was very tempted to turn the game off last night as soon as Matt Barkley went in because I'm like, this is over. They were up by well, – uh, the score was 38-9. to It was I, tough. Yeah. And you're right, though. They, they look like the real deal, and they're, they're rolling right now. That was a statement win. I mean, they just – they just mushroom stamped Bill Belichick, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, actually another stat for you, and this was actually a next gen stat that was brought up before the game started. Uh, it said Cam Newton wakes up at 4 a.m., but he doesn't take his first sip of coffee until 8. That was an actual stat yeah. that they brought up the on hell? the broadcast. <laughs> All right. I don't so, know how you can function like that. Oh, dude, I'm... Well, first of all, why is he getting up that early? to caffeine? Uh, who knows, dude? Some of these professional athletes, I mean, th- they, they know how to keep their bodies in shape. I mean, I don't think we have any, any – You know what? We can't I, question them. <laughs> I think I know what it is. I think they need to get up that early just so they can eat their four breakfasts before they start hitting the gym and stuff. Like, have you seen some of these diets that these guys are on? They oh, have to dude. eat like 6,000 calories a day just to stay alive. I wish I was a swimmer, man. You ever seen why? what those <laughs> – because – Michael Phelps probably throws down like five Big Macs and he can just go, he just burns all of his calories within a single workout. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point too. But I, yeah, 
like even thinking about it, like I'm, I've been dieting, you know, I've been working out a lot. I'm not saying it's a new year's resolution. I'm just trying to get in good shape and I'm eating a little bit better. Thinking about how much these guys are eating. Cause I'm lifting weights too. And I'm like, you know what? If I were to do something like this, I would have to lift every single day of my life for like the next 30 years just to be on the same level. At this point, too far behind, not going to start now, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry. So let's get back to the, <laughs> let's get back to the game. So actually, the I, got, one. I got another um, good staff for you here though. So the Patriots haven't won less than seven games in the regular season since the year 2000. Jeez. And you Those can, were, uh, you can thank Bledsoe. one man for, for that happening. And his name is Tom Brady. Who and is he is there. not on the team anymore. <laughs> no. And I could not be happier. I think as a Chiefs fan, I don't think I really hated the Patriots more as I hated Tom Brady because I respect Cam Newton as a quarterback. I just don't think it's time. I just, he's just not working with Belichick's system. Yeah, we'll see. They had a lot of players that opted out of this season. Um, that too. And they've had defense. injury problems too, haven't they? Yeah, they have. So also who they have zero tight ends. They have their number one wide receiver. Edelman was out. The number one wide receiver is – Jacoby Myers, like how how does like you can't blame a guy for not being able to do anything when his offense is literally just the worst thing that could be set up around him. No, and um, sorry, I lost my train of thought here. I would definitely also say that this season for the Patriots needs to have an asterisk next to it. I, I want mean, to it depend. I would say that this season should probably have an asterisk for most part but like unless like NFL? yeah i mean unless your team wins the super bowl that you are a fan of you're not going to count the season you know yeah but either way all right so let's look at some of these other games that happened how about the colts blowing it to the steelers how about that one <laughs> not surprised but i didn't want to see it happen actually I, mean, I don't know i have mixed feelings about this because one so the steelers have shall we say, completely clenched the uh, NFC or the AFC North officially. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they're a problem team because I'm, I don't want to see them succeed in the playoffs just because I'm a, you know, a Chiefs fan, but I would definitely see, I have really mixed feelings about it because they started off so strong, but they did not have that strong of a schedule. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, them beating the Colts, that was probably one of their best wins in a long time. And you know what that did is now the Colts are tied with the Titans, Dolphins, Ravens, and Browns at uh, Disgusting. being t- 10 and 5 in the AFC playoff picture. So there's like a five way tie right now between these uh, five teams heading into the playoffs. But yeah, the, the Colts, they were up 24 7 going into the third quarter. Final score was. 28 to 24. They literally didn't score uh, other than a field goal in the second half. Yeah. But I will say this though. The Colts are definitely be a team to look out for in the playoffs. They're going to make it. They are actually kind of a dark horse when it comes to at least getting past the wild card round. Well, thanks to the collapse by the Colts, their playoff picture is actually now out of their hands um, because I mean, they'll beat the Jags. They have the Jags week 17. Yeah, but I mean, they did lose to them week one, so you never know. But they also have to have either the Ravens, Browns, or Dolphins lose to stand a chance. So I mean, we'll we'll get into some of those matchups in a second, anyways. So. Yeah, 
But I do also. Uh, do you remember last week how you said the Falcons just biblically lose or blow leads? Yeah. Well, they did it again, B-Merc. They did it again to the Kansas I mean, City Chiefs. Although that game definitely cost Patrick Mahomes any shot at winning MVP this year, which I'm not completely upset with because um, every stat has been that if a quarterback or any player that wins the MVP in the regular season does not win the Super Bowl. Well, Lamar Jackson last year. And he did not win the Super Bowl. It's too much pressure. And Mahomes won it in 2017 <laughs> or 2018, and he didn't go to the Super Bowl either. So I'm just saying if Rodgers gets it, I'm okay. That's the thing. That's the thing we also have to talk about is that Rodgers is definitely going to win the MVP, and the Packers looked just absolutely incredible. They well, could you call the uh, the environment an advantage there? Because oh, how absolutely. often do you think Tennessee has to play in a full on blizzard? Oh, that that's a hundred percent was in the favor of the Green Bay Packers. But that's like what I said. I was like. Dude, all the Titans needed to do was control that clock and run the ball with Derrick Henry. And, I mean, the Packers' defense, dude, if they keep playing like that, it's a scary team. But they ended up getting into a shootout with Rodgers, and that's not something you're going to win, especially in the foot of snow. Because the way to beat Derrick Henry is to shut him down early. And nobody thought that the Packers were really going to stand that much of a chance against them because, historically, they haven't had that great of a rushing defense. So it would probably – I mean, obviously, the snow definitely had a very big part to play there. But the Titans, um, you know, you can't blame them for losing to the Packers right now. But still, like, I, I was actually expecting to watch a much better game there. Yeah, it was close for a second. But once Rodgers gets that fire in his eye, I mean, there was no stopping him and Devontae Adams out there, dude. It's literally a cheat code. No, I and- hate it. I hate watching it, but you got to respect it. And I hate saying this, but I definitely think Rodgers deserves MVP this year. Yeah, he deserves it, and he will definitely. There's no one else you could really argue. I mean, maybe Josh Allen, but I just Josh think Rodgers. No, I think Rodgers is the clear-cut winner. Yeah, and I'm not upset about Mahomes not getting it because almost every game the Chiefs have played this year, they should have been blowouts. Yeah. Should have been blowouts. The they, Chiefs didn't even cover for half their games. Yeah. So, so let's see. Um, just moving on to this week's or last weekend's game instead of, of going too far back. Um, I just wanted to take full responsibility for that Eagles loss right now and full responsibility of Jalen Hurts' bad play because yeah, I it. totally jinxed him. You deserve but it. I still think he's a good player and he'll turn out fine. But we have to remember that this guy played behind Carson Wentz for a whole season. I mean, he's got that. And we, it kind of showed in this last game. He had three turnovers. You could see the little the Wentz influence. Ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> Wentz I think you're trying to hex Jalen Hurts for their game against Washington next Sunday. I mean, the Eagles would have been 5-9-1. and one, And heading into this week, the Washington football team would have been 6-9. and nine. So nice. say the – nice. Say the um, – Eagles won. They would have been six, nine, and one, and that w- they would have gotten in. They would have gotten in because of the the tie. So now they don't have anything to play for. But that just means that they have nothing to play for, as in playoff implications. But they could knock out 
Washington football team. So we'll out of see. the playoffs entirely. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the second best option when you, with something to play for is knocking a division rival out of the playoffs. So yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting game. I think still. So. This entire week is just going to be like so hard to watch NFL wise because all the teams that are pretty much secure their spot in the playoffs. They're literally just playing for records at this. Like, they're just playing for shits and giggles because they're going to bench all their starters. So, it doesn't even – like, this weekend doesn't even matter for half the team – or for most of the teams in the NFL right now because either they've already made the playoffs or they're not. The only um, games that are going to matter this week are the people that are counting on a win just to stay alive right now. Yeah, and – Going off of that and going off of the NFC East, let's uh, head into this weekend's games. Beautiful. And let's, the first game we got is Dallas at New York against the Giants. Yes, Dallas at the Giants. So right the, now, Dallas is favored. Yeah, the um, line is three. Yep, line's three. Dallas is favored. Money line is Dallas uh, minus 156, New York plus 132 with an over-under of 44.5. So, mm. the Cowboys are on a three-game winning streak right now. Yes, they They're are. actually starting to look like a real football team. I still do not trust uh, – Mike McCarthy is their head coach, right? Uh, no. Or, yeah. Yeah, he is. My bad. Yeah, see, I don't – I hate Mike McCarthy. Sorry. I just kind of try and forget his existence. No, it's okay. I don't that blame you. That meatball of a man. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't trust, <clears throat> um, I don't trust this Cowboys team, like, team right now to win – important games like this because they're only a couple games ahead of the New York Giants right now. But the New York Giants are on a three-game losing streak. So this The recipe for disaster. Exactly. They are, you know, at stats right now. So everything in life is 50-50, Brendan. Either it's going to happen or it's not. <laughs> so the Giants are either going to win this game or they're not. But <laughs> I think if we're actually going based off statistics here, they should – be winning this game just because they're due for one because they're not in, a horrible team by any means i don't they're, think they're pretty bad, bad. Uh, the giants offense is one of the worst in the league and the last six games with dalton the cowboys have actually averaged almost 30 points that's just your opinion um, man. so the cowboys can clinch the playoffs with a win okay. and a washington football team loss so it's not completely up to them so they're they have control of their destiny, but not their fate. Yeah, um, see, my mind says take the Dallas cover. I'm going to take Dallas minus three. I absolutely will too. And I would also take that over of 44 and a half. I would definitely take that. I'm, I might stay clear of that one, but I don't know. It's, it's tough because I think Dallas, Dallas could probably throw up 40 points on, by themselves depending on the day. I mean, we've seen them do that the past few weeks, but boy, are the Giants bad, dude. I, so I do not want to rely on them. Then? Why, why can't you say the over would hit them? Because I just don't trust the Giants, dude. Oh, God. That's a bad – I've seen some recent comparisons drawn between Dalton and Prescott. Do you, do you think those two guys are even within the same playing field? Oh, my God, no. Good. No. I, I can't believe anybody would. Andy Dalton – Got dropped from uh, Cincinnati. 
Exactly. exactly. Yeah, there's no, there's no contest, man. That's, that's historically one of the worst football teams in the NFL, and you're going to yeah. drop from that. Yeah, I just needed yeah, some reassurance funny. from you that I wasn't going crazy here. Like, oh, these, these two guys can't be – they aren't anywhere near each other. I'm taking, you're taking Dak Prescott 100 times out of 100 times. Yes. Andy Dalton should be believing in God right now that he was able to get a place on a franchise such as the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, I can't knock him too much because he, he's been playing well. So He has right. been, but still. Okay, moving on. So we got the Steelers at the Browns. Yep. So the line is seven with Cleveland being favored. Yeah, and I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that too because the Steelers um, – actually, so the Browns just choked. Yep. So, so now they're getting a second chance. They're getting they're, a second chance. They're coming off a loss, and they're at home. Yeah, I definitely and think I, they can beat the Steelers team. And I honestly – I don't blame the Browns too much for their loss. I mean – Baker Mayfield looked bad, but you got to think how short of a notice it was with half their skill players being out put on the COVID list. So they'll have those guys back. Baker's got skill and a high football IQ too. He can make this happen easily. I do like Baker, but it's also mostly (laughs) due to the fact that the Steelers are going to be probably benching most of their starters. That too. I mean – this game doesn't really matter. Like, this is one of those games that we were talking about that doesn't really matter that much. It's, it does matter because the Browns need to win in order to make the playoffs. But it doesn't matter for the Steelers because already they in. already clinched the AFC North. But, yeah, I mean, the Browns, we'll see, dude. They, after losing to the stinky Jets, I mean, now they're in a must-win game. But, I mean, against backups. So, I'm going to take the desperate team. Um, yeah, I would. I would go right behind. I would follow your picks into war, Brennan. I'm liking <laughs> that a lot. And then we Cleveland got over under seven. 42 and a half. <coughs> uh, that's pretty low. So I, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Either. But I, it's at the same time. It's oh, you know what it is? Was what? it Mason Rudolph? He's starting. Miles Garrett. It was Mason Rudolph that Garrett hit. Across the head with the yes, helmet, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. No way. That's a week seventeen matchup right there. We need another. Uh, we need another repeat of that. Wow, dude! What a way to end the season. Just Literally. redemption. Now it's and now it's Mason Rudolph hitting the Brown, dude. That would be such a good way to end the season. I might be rooting for the Steelers now to beat the Browns just because of that. Really? No, but. I kind of want if I wish Juju was playing and he can go make another TikTok dance on the logo. So just so the Steelers would lose again, I don't <laughs> want to see them win. Well, I mean, I already know they're probably not going to win this. If they're not playing any starters, but still, yeah. it would just be nice. All right, All right. So what's the next one? Up next, we got the Ravens at Cincinnati. Okay. At the Bengals, I should probably use both the logo names if I'm going to say one of them. Yeah. So the line is eleven and a half. Ravens are favored. As they should. And I definitely think that will hit. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the easier draws of the 10-5 and five teams that mm-hmm. need, a, need a win to, to make the playoffs. I mean, Ravens got real lucky here, but I don't think they'll have too much trouble with the Bengals at all. And I don't think we're going to see another Bengals team like we did two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, despite a, despite a two-game win streak for Cincy, good for them. Um, there's, they're, they're done. I don't, I don't see this one – being close. I mean, that 
11 and a half is a fat spread. Yeah. And I'll, I do think the Ravens should cover, but they are going to have to actually try though. They are. I do. I feel safer betting the over at 45 and a half than Ravens 11.5. So true. I think, I think I'm, I'm eyeing, I'm frothing at the mouth at the over (laughs) on this one. All right. Well, we'll tell our, uh, tell our betters to hammer in on that. Cause I actually am liking that a lot too. Up next, we got the Seahawks and the 49ers. These are into the afternoon games, right? Yes. We are we're, officially we're, in the afternoon. Games. We're gloss. We're kind of skipping over Miami Buffalo because that one is uh, there's no lines out for that one yet. So Miami does have to win, but I, I don't think the bills are going there. They kind of already have clinched everything they've needed to, I believe. Yeah. Cause they're 12 and three. Yeah, so can, they have no reason to play their starters. So, yeah, so and they can't get the one seed, so they shouldn't. Um, only thing is, if Josh Allen <clears throat> needs like a hundred more yards or something to beat like some Buffalo record, he might come in. Oh for yeah, that, so dude, that's we'll the see. that's the only reason that teams are going to be playing their starters, and, and that's if like they're just trying to break records. Like it's, yeah. it's not going to matter at all. So we'll see. I mean, that's going to be uh, Tua starting, even though the Miami just. Fitz Magic just came in and threw a no-look pass Mahomes style to set up a game-winning field goal against the Raiders last week. Tua Lipa. Tua Lipa Dupa. (laughs) All right. uh, So, yeah, for the Seahawks 49ers, so the line is set at four and a half with Seattle being favored, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely – if you're a better, take that. Mm. That is – you are completely foolish if you don't because – the 49ers, Brennan, the 49ers, let me pull up my stat here. Sorry, I'm less prepared. 49ers are 6-9, and nine, and they are 4-7 and seven in conference. Or, I'm sorry, 3-2 and two in division is what I meant to say. So, yeah. that stat itself, the 3-2 and two in division, that is what I would be looking for here just because this is going to be kind of a um, – I wouldn't say trap game. Well, kind of how like that could be Raiders uh, Chiefs game at the beginning of the season was. It's definitely going to be a blueprint game for the Seahawks. So they're definitely going to have to watch out here. So the thing is with this game, the Seahawks still have a chance to lock up the number one seed. Um, they still have a chance to lock up the number one seed in the NFC. So, but they would need both Green Bay and Saints to lose to get their bye. So not only do they have to win. Um, they need those other two teams to lose. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a tall order at this point. So I personally, I think the Seahawks are going to be kind of strategic about playing some of their main starters. Some of those guys that might be banged up. Yeah. Might, they might just give them an extra week of rest, but we'll see the Seah- the 49ers, excuse me. They looked pretty good against the Cardinals last week. I mean, their run game just was nonstop. So it, I do kind of feel like this is a trap game and I am a little scared of this one. I could see, like, I won't, I won't be surprised if the 49ers win. I won't be surprised. Is no. it, is it likely to happen? No. But like I said, I won't be dumbfounded, stonewalled, yeah. like upset about it because this isn't going to affect me either way anyways. And yeah. I can honestly, if the Seahawks um, play as they have been lately, I could definitely see them just getting destroyed by the Packers in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, 
I think that's going to happen. They're, I don't think they're going to make it to the NFC Championship, but I definitely think that – like I think if they're going to go to the divisional round and meet the Packers and just get blown out. Yeah, we'll have to see how those, uh, those matchups play out for yeah. next week. Oh, yeah, and I'm, I'm so excited to just see – where the playoffs are going to be like just oh, like which teams wait. are set where like it's it's going to be like a second christmas for me i agree all right so did we talk about the over under for that one 46 and a half yeah we didn't but take the under i i think the under the the seahawks just did not look too great against the rams either no i see this one just being kind of a run defense type of game yeah and i'm kind of i'm kind of using the excuse of uh like divisional games being harder than uh regular season games just because but yeah i think that excuse in itself is starting to wear out a bit because personally i'm i'm i think i'm gonna stay a little bit clear of placing any money on this one of that game itself yeah because the seahawks who knows what they're their plan is going to be coming into that game if they're going to try or not to try to lock up that one seed. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, moving on, we got the Cardinals and the Rams. Cardinals with, against uh, the Rams. Yep. Another uh, another NFC West with the Rams being favored with the line at one and a half. One and a half. Okay. So that as is of right tricky. now, that is it's tricky. tricky because as of right now. <laughs> The starting quarterbacks in this game are, drumroll, John Wolford. <laughs> John Wolford for the Rams versus possibly Chris Streveler for the Cardinals. Because Jared Goff just, like, broke his hand. So he got surgery and is going to be out at least this week, depending on if they make playoffs, because this game is big for them. They have to win. And then Kyler Murray is questionable, I think. Yeah. So, it's something to watch. If Murray is playing, uh, it's tough. If Kyler Murray plays this game, he's going to get injured. For two teams that really need to win, the stakes being put behind two, <laughs> possibly two just pure backups that literally I don't know if they've started a, um, started an NFL game ever. Are we going to get a discount NFL game while watching this, if that's the case here? Dude, we should. I mean, I, mean, I just – I think that's going to be a joke of a game, if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, Chris Strebler was, was in the Canadian Football League, and I wow. saw some pictures and videos of him celebrating. Apparently, he won the CFL championship, and honestly – He's not the blind he, guy, right? He seemed pretty electric. He's not the blind guy. Okay. So, if the, I think I would like that backup more than the Rams <clears throat> if it came down to it. But the other guy played at South – oh, no, no, no. Strevler played at South Dakota. So, you know, I'm willing to bet he has probably one of those, uh, you know, those tattoos on his arm of like the fading forest line, you know, that just everyone from South Dakota has, like some trees. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Man, guys, Brennan really did his homework today. Dude, I, I, I was interested in this game because I was like, it's possibly two backup quarterbacks in the most important game of both team seasons. Yeah. And I was like, there's, there's no way. I, and I wanted to know if I should bet on it. And I think I, even if the backups are playing, I think I'm going to bet on Arizona. 
I'm I'm taking the Cardinals. In this okay, game. and that is completely fair, especially if backups are playing. And you also have to keep in mind that defense is most likely going to win this game for either team. Yep, and uh, both defenses <clears throat> have been playing fairly well. Obviously, the Rams have been better overall this year, but the Cardinals' defense is coming around. I like their defense. Exactly. And um, I did not see an over-under listen for this game, which kind of worried me. Did you? Yeah, I mean, that's probably why they – it's probably tough for them to come up with one since they don't know who's going to start yet. So Exactly, yeah. Um, it probably – yeah. So let's under just, let's would probably be too uh, – <laughs> let's make let's, one. Let's make an over-under. I'll go with uh, – let's see. I'll go with 40 and a half. 40, I was going to say, that's probably pretty fair. And, I mean, the Rams just put up, like, less than 10 last week something, didn't they? Maybe yeah. 13? I don't even know. So, But, uh, yeah, so I am officially a Vegas uh, bookie, bookkeeper. Bookie. Yeah. I <laughs> actually just accepted the job. Yeah, so sorry, guys. I'm leaving the show. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll go with 40 and a half. And I'm, I would take the under on that still. I would also that's take it under See, it's, it's fun when you can create your own stat or line and just to go under it still. Yep. Because then you debate with yourself, too. So, yeah, playing little mind games with yourself. Exactly. It's, it's what Christmas is all about, man. All right. Up next, <laughs> we got the Jags and the Colts. And um, the Colts are the home team. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you want to know what I the think, line is? What is it? 14. Oh. My God! Hey, we've honestly, seen bigger upsets before. The last time I said hammer a line that was even bigger than that, it was the Jets versus the Rams. And <laughs> we'll see how that turned out. But yeah. honestly, dude, Mike Glennon, come on, dude, he's just bad. Hey, I was but right. The Jags. Yeah, you were exactly. So it's like the Jags beat the Colts once. I don't think it'll happen again. I don't think so either. The Colts last week. Go ahead. I wouldn't take a Colts cover, though. You you don't think they'll cover? I think the Jags would cover. If you're going to bet on the line, take the Jags. I don't know, dude. The Jacksonville just got blown out by the Bears, who's like a Walmart version of the Colts. And I'm – I don't know. I Everybody was saying, like, the, the bet last week was to pick the Jags covering because I think it, the spread was like eight and a half. It'll hit and, eventually. Uh, I don't know. I think I think I feel comfortable with taking the Colts here. Must win game for them too. Okay, I well, I don't know if it's not as must win as maybe the Browns, but eh, I don't know. If they want the Colts, do have to win. So yeah, and I've actually been doing a lot of thinking about this. So the Jags are one hundred percent going to cover Lawrence, and not only because yep. the Jets um, have won, but mm-hmm. because. The Jaguars have a much softer schedule being in the AFC South this year than the Jets yeah. did. So they are obviously like, because I was actually kind of divided on the issue when we were talking about it last week. Um, the Jaguars, like, I didn't even think about having like a softer schedule being a bigger impact. As soon as the Jets won that first game, chances were all out the window. He's 100% going to Jacksonville. Yeah. Were, were the Jets fake being bad? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, but now they've won two games. I saw some yeah, debate. I mean, even the Huskers have won a couple games this year. I mean, that's like... true. That's true. I don't know if it's a joke or not, but I've been seeing this debate 
that about whether or not the Jets should extend Adam Gase as a head coach. What do you, what do you think about that? I think for comical reasons, yes. <laughs> At least I would just to kind of watch that. Like, because they'd be that team. Like they would be the team, like in a cafeteria, they'd be the bullet kid, like the kid that gets bullied every day. Yeah. By literally everybody. Yeah. Even their own friends. So like, yeah, I Definitely think they should extend Adam Gase's contract. But, I mean, from a logistical standpoint, probably not. Or at least see how they do this year. Yeah, I mean, because QB's drafted first overall compared to the rest of their classes as of in quarterback history have, like, never been that much better. I mean, you had Kyler Murray two years ago who got drafted first overall, and Josh Allen was 17th or something. And, I mean, Kyler Murray, obviously still a good quarterback, but as of right now, you're picking Josh Allen probably over Kyler Murray. Um, Bro, I don't know why I was thinking that Josh Allen was a first pick. No, he wasn't. So, Kyler Murray was the number one overall there. So, it's like – I'm so glad I didn't confidently say it on the show as if I knew. (laughs) I was kind of thinking about it, and I was like, no, you know what? I mean, don't don't hold me to him being 17th. But, yeah, he he wasn't a first overall. Um, I mean, because there was people were doubting Josh in the draft. He was one of – I mean, you had a lot of people that were – Barstool made him famous pretty him. much. True. Because he went to a school like Wyoming. Like, you're not really going to like – He was shut. Murray's draft class, right? Yeah, he was. That was okay. – uh, that would have been 2018. Or is that yeah. 2019? No, I think it was 2018. I think you're right. Either way, it's – it's, it really depends. I mean, you're going to have those generational quarterbacks that you can't pass up the first round pick, like you had Andrew Luck drafted first overall, which I was thinking about him the other night. Right. Wasn't Andrew Luck being in the NFL feels like a fever dream. Does it not? Yeah. I mean, that, that was... dude was so good. And all of a sudden he's like, nah, I quit beginning of be right before like the kickoff of one of their games. Right. Dude, I was at a preseason game with uh, a couple buddies and they were in a draft uh, like in a fantasy draft, like while we were there, which first of all, that's awesome. Just that even happened. But <laughs> he electric. drafted Andrew Luck as a quarterback in the first round. Literally later that night, ESPN and Bleacher report notifications that Andrew Luck is retiring from the NFL. They well, were so pissed. That's and how it goes, but that's good. on him for drafting Andrew Luck in the first round of a, a fantasy draft. I don't think that's uh, the proper way to do it. No, and also I'm not trying to like – be a dick and just completely correct you, but Josh Allen's draft class was 2018 and Kyler Murray was 2019. Oh, okay. So I think Josh so, Allen might have been first pick. I He was not the first pick, but that that is my bad. I was off on the year. Oh, well, you're good. But man. that just that just shows you that it doesn't – he, he definitely wasn't even the first quarterback chosen either, so. Baker Mayfield was the first pick. I just remember. That's who it that. was. Okay. Oklahoma guys or whatever, it's – they're always good. Same with Alabama. Well, Baker was long. Baker was what? 2017? 2018. 2018? No, he, he was the first pick of the 2018 draft. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. My, uh, nice from Omaha too. If you didn't know that. Yeah. All right. So what's the next game? We, were, we got <laughs> really off track there, but yeah, the over under for the Jags game is, uh, they should fire Adam Gase was my point of all of that is the Jets should definitely not extend Adam Gase because he sucks. Okay. I'll just agree with you just for this, for, for old time's sake, I'll agree with you for the sake of moving on. Yeah. Um, for, uh, the next game, we got the Titans and the Texans. 
Oh, what's the spread? Seven and a half, Tennessee? The line is seven and a half in Tennessee's favor, correct? Yeah. I'm hammering that. Um, yeah, that's going to be a blowout and a half. Yeah. Yep. Titans are back in their element, even though they're at – like they're going to be in Houston, but that's yeah. going to be their stadium that day, you know. Um, Titans need a dub. I like the spread. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans to cover here. Texans just lost to the Bengals. That team just has no life anymore. No. And the Titans – this is gonna, definitely going to be a chip on the shoulder uh, game for Tennessee, just coming off that loss from Green Bay. Yeah, and absolutely. We got an over-under of 56, which is insane. For, yeah, that's a lot. Actually, that's not that's not too crazy, but that's I would definitely take an over for that. No, I I don't think it's out of question. That's for sure. I think Houston's at least going to score once. <laughs> so, and Tennessee will probably score five times as much, but mm-hmm. I definitely think that over would hit. I'm confident in that. So take my word for it. Take Brennan's word for it. <laughs> I don't take my word for it. All right, and I'm then. Not our next game, we got the one you've been waiting for, the Packers and the Bears. I mean, I feel like I need to pour a drink before I talk <laughs> about this one. Me um, too, just for your sake. I mean, thanks a lot, Rams, because – which I mean, their loss opened up two playoff spots technically, but right. the Packers now have to try in Week 17 um, along with both Saints and Seahawks because they're all trying to get the number one seed now. Right. So, I mean, the last thing the Bears wanted was a head full of steam, Green Bay, um, headed into Soldier Field. So, ah, dude, that Rodgers-Adams connection was on horse tranquilizers <laughs> that last game. Um, like, you can't guard that guy. I, I am nervous about this one because the Packers get the one seed if they beat the Bears or if yeah. Seattle loses. So, I mean, it's not completely all on this game, but they're going to be trying. Yeah, and the Lions at six are the Green Bay favorite. Um, I don't think they'll cover, actually. And See, I would agree with that. I probably wouldn't <laughs> throw, throw that into a parlay, I think. No, I wouldn't either. I, uh, I think that Maybe one put is... put like 10 bucks on it. See, I obviously, I th- want to root for my Bears. Mm-hmm. And the Packers not only... They're not the only team with something on the line here, though. The Bears need a win to lock up a playoff spot. Right. And, I mean, these are two teams that typically play each other really well. Like you said, division games, literally, you never know what's going to happen. And if the Bears' offense is clicking like it has been, they stand a chance. Oh, yeah, to... dude. Mitch Trubisky, like, I uh, just hearing what people were saying about him on Twitter, it was an emotional roller coaster just for me to look at it. I had no tie in that game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But, like, people were pissed. Then people were happy. Then people were pissed. Then people were happy. I was like, this is how I feel watching any NFL game. Like, that was the most relatable I have felt to a quarterback since, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. But, yeah, it was just fun to watch. Mitch did what Mitch does, and he threw a a bad pick in the game that he didn't need to throw. So, as long as – Then ran in touchdowns and – Yeah, I mean, he he was – they – it was a dominant win. So, if that Mitch can kind of put that alter ego – Mitch, where he throws. Actually, his alter ego is being good. Yeah, his regular. His regular is being bad. But if we can get a good, uh, if we can get a good Mitch game, I mean, the Bears have scored 140 points in the last four games, which is around 35 points. So he actually, in since Mitch has been reinstated, 
he has in uh, actually in his the previous four games. So he has a 108.5 passer rating, which is seventh best in the NFL. And mind you, is actually higher than both Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson in that span. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, especially with the year that Mahomes has had, any stat that makes him not look just godlike doesn't even surprise me anymore. I mean, albeit the Bears were those were up against the bad defenses, so I don't yeah. really want to compare them at all. That was kind of just a joke. But the Bears declined Mitch's fifth year option, so it'll be interesting to see what happens if he somehow pulls out a win against that all time rival in Green Bay. Yeah, and I'll I'll say this too, just for anybody listening that like does want to put money on this game, take the Packers because anybody that's betting against them this week is doing it completely out of spite. I would be doing it out of spite if I could bet. You're betting Brennan the would be doing it out of spite too. I'm I'm gonna I have my eyes more on the over, which is fifty point five. Take the over for sure, yeah. I do like that. Um but yeah, I mean that number one seed is so enticing, the Packers are gonna come out and they're going to be balling. I mean, the one seed is more important now than it ever has been because, I mean, you don't really want to be traveling. Yeah, and you don't want to be traveling sometimes. You never know. Um, COVID stuff. So, I think yeah. the Packers, uh, uh, we'll see. Well, I, yeah, anybody getting that one seed right now is super lucky. Take the Chiefs, for instance. Clyde Edwards-Alaire yeah. got injured last week against, yeah, anything uh, can happen, against the Saints. I mean, so, that's an extra week that he's going to get, the re- like, he's going to, get to rest now. The Bears, just need every, the Bears just need everything to go right for them. <coughs> exactly. And then they'll win. <laughs> and you know what? I'm rooting for you guys because I, you know, the NFL's good when the Bears are good. You know, you guys are a historic team. You like hey, to must, see it. And if the Rams win, then the Cardinals will be knocked out and the Bears will get the tiebreaker if they lose still. So we got a couple things that we're, we can watch for. But luckily well, those games were – I the Rams beat the Bears earlier this year. Uh, they did. But we hold the tiebreaker against um, – the Cardinals. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So there's a couple of things. They luckily they flex those games all to the afternoon slot. So right. teams all have to play for something. But yeah. So that's my rant. You know what? It's well deserved. You've uh, you've put in your time this season, and we're all proud of you. <laughs> all right. You. Our, our next game is the uh, the Saints at the Panthers, and the line is set at six and a half with Saints favor. I'll take that. I'll take the cover. I would too. Um, is it Kamara or Kim- Kamara, what, uh, Alvin Kamara? Yes. I mean, he's yeah. insane. Yeah, we can't forget. We can't just forget what just happened. I mean, they just dropped a fifty burger. Yeah, that was Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Vikings. Merry Christmas, and God, just an insane game to watch, dude. Like, oh my God, Saints are so good. They, they, I'd actually be surprised. I know we were just talking about like the Packers and stuff. But, like I would actually be really surprised if the uh, if the Saints either don't get the one seed or if they're knocked out early. Yeah, I, don't... I, I really do see a problem, like a very high probability of a uh, Packers Saints NFC Championship. Yeah, for the Saints to get the one seed, the Packers have to lose and the Seahawks have to win. Seahawks so can it's... win. Seahawks could win, but the Packers to lose is the deal breaker there. Which, so that's a, you know what? Just uh, make sure Mitch eats his vegetables tonight. Before yeah, I'll tell him to eat his Wheaties. He'll eat his uh, Italian beef. <laughs> exactly. But um, no, I mean the Panthers have a good record of hanging around in games, but 
with the Saints having that potential at the for the one seed, they'll be trying. And even if Christian McCaffrey, because there's been rumors that he's coming back, which I don't understand, mm-hmm. why would you even risk that at this point? So I doubt he plays, but I don't think the Panthers have enough to keep up with the Saints at all. I don't either. And I think they're just going to go with like how they've been consistently almost beating a team this season and then just still losing by like within 10. Yeah. So like it's, but, it's just going to be an ugly loss for them. It's just yeah. their fans are going to be depressed. It's just going to be a sad weekend for Panthers fans. The but over Panthers, at 48 is enticing too, but yes. I think I feel more safe just going Saints minus six and a half. I like it a lot. Yeah. If you're going to take an over under, take the over, obviously. But um, I agree. Yeah, definitely that, that Saints cover is looking very attractive right now. Maybe I might buy it a drink and ask it to go on a date with me. But <laughs> All right, and Sunday. last but not least, and probably the most important game this weekend for you NFC East fans, is the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Birds. Mm-hmm. And Washington's favored with a line at one. What do you think of that, mm-hmm. Brandon? I mean, we have no idea who the quarterback is going to be right now for the Washington football team. Nope. Because, as we know, Dwayne Haskins was just released, um, which is pretty funny. I, I mean, bet he's a really good tipper. He, <laughs> I see what you did there. Was that a, in reference to the strip, strip club? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're uh, on the same page. Okay, I didn't. I guess I didn't have to explain the joke, but I, um, <laughs> okay. but I I do think he'll end up somewhere else eventually. I think there's still some untapped potential and talent somewhere in there. But anyway, I think in this one the line is one. Yeah, Washington's favored, right? Yeah, I'm taking. I I'd take that too. Honestly, I am gonna go against you in this, and I'm going to take Philly. Brandon, how could you? All right. Well, anyway, let's talk about this, though, because Washington is two games ahead of Philadelphia right now. Philadelphia, they're eliminated. Yes. So this well, all game, this could do is if the Eagles win, all that does is knock Washington out of the playoffs, right? Yeah, and it, it allows the Cowboys the potential to make the playoffs with a win. With the, against the Giants. Eagles win? Oh, with their win. Okay, okay. yeah, against yeah. the Giants. So, okay. so, I think it'll still be an interesting game to watch, though. I'd like to see Jalen Hurts have a good game. I'm endorsing him again, man. I'm sorry to do it, but I'm endorsing him, and I think he has a comeback game. Um, I mean, what a rush it was to see Deshaun Jackson come in and have one catch for 80 yards and a touchdown. Dude, yeah, that was bigger than Mahomes' bomb, like 75-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill against the Bucks. Like, I just, that, I thought that was just. Like that eighty yard to Jackson was just insane, man. And it and it was just nostalgic. Pat on and the back. Pat on I the need, back. I need like three of those next week for my survival. But yeah, anyway. And the only reason I said anything good about the Eagles was actually to get you to do it so that they lose and Washington covers. Because I okay. think you are just a curse to Jalen Hurts. Uh we'll see. If if it if it doesn't work out this week, I might have to <laughs> I might have to lay back and just go on Twitter and on publicly apologize, and that will repent for your sins. But yeah, but I mean, obviously not as good as making the playoffs, but the potential opportunity to knock a division rival out of playoffs is it's something to try for as a team. So I think yeah. the Eagles, Eagles will, I think they pull this one out. 
it will be yeah it's going to be an incredibly interesting game to watch i would like to see the eagles <clears> too <throat> i retract anything i said about washington because i actually was on your side the whole time and you just didn't know and i'm also going to take <laughs> You're testing this, me yeah i'm going to take this 42 and a half over as well yeah i don't hate that i don't I mean, hate that either washington football they both they teams. did not look good last week then they lost to carolina and that was a bad that was a bad look for them I'd like to see who's starting for Washington before I like officially put that in a lock. Yeah. Because if they don't have anybody really playing quarterback, they're not going to score any points, obviously. Yeah, I can't even as, remember as far as like next at least being out. able to compete with Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't Although, think Alex Smith is going to play, so No, I don't think so either. So So it'll be interesting. Maybe they'll play me. Maybe I'll come in for some snaps, blow the game. See, I was wondering where you go every Sunday, and here you are. All right. So, yeah, that is week 17, and we are bittersweet about finishing these lines because uh, I guess we'll have to just stick with playoffs and basketball after this week. huh? You just cut out a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said uh, we'll probably just have to stick to, like, the playoffs and basketball after this week's NFL games which mm-hmm. makes me really sad because I wanted the season to happen so badly. And then now I'm just kind of burnt out on it, but mm-hmm. that's true of any fan. Yeah. All right. Switching gears here. Brennan 2020 is on its last legs. Finally. It has been a pain in the ass, but um, I think we should just go ahead and we should errant our grievances with, uh, with 2020 right now. I want to hear what you thought the worst parts about this year were really quick. I mean, when I was thinking about the worst versus the best parts of 2020, I mean, naturally the worst was – that list was way longer. So I'm going to narrow it down to a few things. We can, we can go back and forth here. We can do a little uh, chess match. So the first thing I got was movie theaters closing because yeah. that was just a blow to me. I just – I love so many good movies theaters. supposed to come out this year too. Exactly. And I mean, I appreciate a lot of the streaming services that stepped up and made movies, released them. So, but theaters closing hurts, dude. I miss drinking overpriced soda in a theater and sneaking in candy. Well, you know, and as soon as those open up too, it's going to, you're going to spend at least $30 in a movie theater. If you want the whole experience. Exactly. They're going to raise ticket prices to at least 15 instead of 10 now, just to kind of make up for this year. Probably will. And so, and they're already getting just killed by streaming services. So yeah, it's just, I hope somebody. they don't get rid of theaters, dude. I would, I, don't, I could I probably either. keep, keep them alive myself by how much I would pay to go see movies. Yeah. Go use your fantasy football winnings to buy out AMC and Marcus. Yep. Hey, shout out, <laughs> shout out my fantasy football team for uh, giving me some extra spending money. Merry hey, Christmas. At least, hey, at least that happened this year. Yep, that's the one good thing. Sure. All right. All, All right. right, what's uh, your list looking like? What's the first one? The O Street Bars closing out and not being open. See, I just turned 21. Be a little more specific. What is okay. O Street? So O Street and Lincoln, for all you non-Lincoln natives in this listening pool, um, is where the majority of college bars are located on just kind of one strip and pretty much the most expensive you're going to like, or like the most expensive drink is going to be like $8, but mm-hmm. you're literally not going to be spending 
more than like five per play as long as you're smart. But yeah, Unless you get an Elk Creek pitcher. That's <laughs> yeah. eleven bucks, but that's that, well, you get so people that's like money. the watering hole. So yeah, you get people to just money, so not like, COVID friendly. So exactly, and very specific bars such as Berries and Duffy's and Sandy's are on their way out as well. But Berries, I have just been told by my co-host here that Berries has been bought out, so it is going to be saved as another small business. But um, yeah, man, just the small businesses themselves. That's mm-hmm. just I it's been tough. I hate that about this year. That's that's another one of my gripes. Yeah, it's I've it's been tough for sure, and they have not receiving a lot of help. But we won't get into that here. Yeah. So the next on my list, and I mean this in not a personal way, but eh, kind of personal. Not too personal though. The Lakers winning the championship because as a bad thing. Yes, as one of the worst things. Oh my god! And it's god. no knock. Hey, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. This was, that was tough. That was a, it was a tough year for that part. And that was before bastard. everything happened. But I just, there's something about Lakers fans, man, that, that I can't stand. Oh, no, I'm, I'm 100% with you. And you I, like the state of California. Like, you, you were a fan of most of those people. So hearing that you hate I'm Lakers a former fans, resident. Uh, you were a former resident of California. And hearing what this man has to say about Lakers fans. You guys need to clean up your act. Get your shit together. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them because Lakers fans, it, they've always been kind of one of those, you know, high-end snooty teams. But, I mean, at the same time now, they have so many different demographics that joined up because all the LeBron fans are now Lakers fans. So, it's just – it's a personal – combining two evils, man. It's exactly. Not... So, you know what? It's just not what I needed. It's not what everyone needed. But – yeah. I, at the same time, good for them. They, it was all in Kobe's name. So exactly. And another downside to this year for me, at least, was college football season being cut short. Yeah. At least for the big time. Those are the games I wanted to watch. Obviously, I was being Nebraska fans. But was it a, <laughs> was it a bad thing though for us to not have to watch any more Nebraska games? Um. It was it was a bad thing that we couldn't get to see Nebraska beat up on like a horrible out of yeah, conference see, team. Yeah, see, we were just restricted to um, only conference games. Yeah. So had COVID not happened, we would have at least won another like three or four games just for maybe. being out of conference. Yeah, I agree. Oh, maybe. With that. Okay, yeah, maybe that's pushing it, but maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, at least two. At least two. I'll get mm-hmm. give myself. I'll get myself two. I'll All give right. you that. <laughs> um. All right, and another thing for me is that now The Office is leaving Netflix on January 1st of 2021. So I know what's happening this next year, but I feel like it's safe to blame it on 2020. And you found out. Everyone um, found out in 2020. So I think it's we can, we can shift the blame. Yeah. We can pretend it happened this year. And another really bad thing about this year is standard comedians are no longer going to be able to talk about how bad this year was. In their acts. Why is that? Because this has just been such a relatable year for everybody. I can't, I can't think of anybody who's been like, oh, yeah, 2020 has actually been the best year of my life. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like the, the <laughs> content could get very uh, recycled when it comes to. Uh, oh, no, it's going to be horrible. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's just life sucks right now, man. But hey, you know what? I think we should talk about some positives that's happened this year, though. I'll start. Yeah, Chiefs but, won the Super Bowl. Chiefs yeah, there won is. the Super Bowl. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that so badly. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a fair fair to mention that if your team did anything in this year, especially pre-COVID, I mean, that's definitely a nice uh, nice thing to remember. Yeah, and, and another good thing, I guess, would be uh, Nebraska not playing a bowl game just to save us as fans more heartbreak. True, and I I just had sports coming back in general. I mean, remember when the NBA like the bubble first happened? How just hype it was! Oh my god! I yeah. mean, even if you weren't an NBA like fan, it was just incredible to see them try to put together something that went against the grain of what everyone had been doing the past few months and that allowed people to watch live sports. That happened when just America as a country just needed that. We needed basketball Mm -hmm. back in our lives and baseball, which didn't come to later, but that's all right. We'll baseball had a little more trouble too. So, but their their games are already social distance anyway, on average in the last couple of years. So not like they should have been able to not have a season anyway, but um, Brennan, you want to know what I think the best thing to happen in the year 2020 was? What's that? The McRib came back. Oh, no, dude. And guess what? I've never had it before, but I'm going to try it because <laughs> I know it's illegal in like 90% of U.S. states. What? I don't think it's illegal, but they don't have it, but I'm definitely going to try it, man. It yeah. is something that needs to be talked about. And I need I've never tried it, and I don't plan on starting now. I'm not going to lie. But um, You're a monster. another thing that I had is that people actually wash their hands now, which is a pretty good thing. Yeah, yeah. I actually just started today. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. But yeah. No, I have people, to text you to remind you. Yeah. Thank you again for doing that every day. But uh, people, I have been seeing positive changes in people like just starting to take care of their hygienes and, you know, showering. It's a good start. Washing their hands, brushing their teeth. And you know what? One of the nice things about masks is like you don't have to smell people's nasty ass breath anymore when they're like right true. in your face. Very true. And you what's, next, like, what's next on your list? For good things. What was I going to say? I actually think that about sums it up for me. I got a few more. I can't. So let, okay. me, let me throw I a few can't more at personally you. personally think of anything else good that happened this year. Well, you know what? So, we're, we're both alive. How about that? There we and go. The good health. Show. And the birth of the show. There we go. So mine aren't as big as that, but you remember the, the paint eating grandpa tweets where some girl posted a picture of her sweet old grandpa who ate some green paint that he thought was yogurt. (laughs) She took a picture of him and then posted it online. He just looks so sad. He had some paint dripping out of his mouth. Looks cute. Is that elderly abuse? It might be. I think she ended up deleting the tweet because it got like, so many retweets i mean you're definitely senile if you're at the point where you're literally eating paint which how the how the hell does that not kill you how's your go-to also just like taking a picture of your grandpa like this dude's probably gonna like die of lead poisoning or something oh dude that reminds me of a tiktok i saw yesterday like just people being dumb with phones this kid literally assumed this kid in his class was in witness protection because he said he was like he was like, oh, yeah, this kid's definitely witness protection. Like, he just moved here from across the country. He's new to high school. Um, he, does no, he has no social media, and he hates getting his picture taken. I'm like, so your first thought is to post that on a viral worldwide yeah. app. So that, that's another thing I was going to ask is, for best and worst, where do we rank TikTok? Because, I mean, you got some good parts of TikTok, and you got some bad parts. The and memes have been very dank this year. 
I've been oh here for God. it. The memes have been great. I can't I mean, believe uh, you said that. Well, memes are good every – I mean, we think – I mean, Bath of Brian was cool and funny when we were, like, 13 years old. So right, I mean, well, like, I'm talking about, like, like, what about the WAP? Where do we rank that in good things this year? Because I honestly, when that song, when that video first came out, it was good. Oh yeah, I bet you watched it like fifty times. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, you know what? I was playing it too just to be trendy. Yeah, but um, I, I'm not a fan. All right, what about another one that we can debate on a little bit? Because I had this actually in my worst list, but. Remember the video of celebrities singing Imagine by John Lennon, like over Zoom calls? Yes. Like, celebrities I mean, suck. I hate yeah. them. I hate them all. That was one of the – actually was – that I think is the highlight of the bad things that happened this year for me. <laughs> and because that was just the – there's nothing like seeing just rich people pretending like they have it the same as we do. Was like, that- come on. Was that worse than the uh, celebrities all being just naked as hell, like straight out of the womb, naked, like telling people oh, to go promoting out. the election? Yeah, ah, both are pretty bad. And I just, celebrities are so cringe, man. They're so cringe. See, and I, you and I, us being broadcasters now, we are so far on the bottom of that list. We I mean, you just said memes. Memes were really dank, so. That's going to get me viral. <laughs> hey, speaking of viral, I, this was the last thing I had on my list, so we can <clears throat> ca- t- like cap it after this. But speaking of viral, how about that one guy that was skateboarding to the Fleetwood Mac song, Drinking oh. Juice, went viral, and then became was able to buy a house, I'm pretty sure, with Dude, I'm all the money. Sure, I'm pretty sure he actually got pissed at actual Fleetwood Mac doing the same thing. And said that they were copywriting him. There's no way that's true. Because I saw, <laughs> I don't know, but like, yeah, that like he definitely it got to his head very quickly. And then I see him doing Walmart ads. Hey, right maybe, but time. good for that guy. Yeah, you know what? Good for him. And that actually really makes me want cranberry juice right now. Because yeah, he's I mean, definitely just makes me want to listen to video. some dreams by Fleetwood Mac. That as well. All right. Well, that is our show. Um, actually one final announcement. So Brennan and I are not exactly graphic designers, but our cover photo, we definitely know could use some work. So if you happen to know somebody, or if you're really good at graphic designing, our email is spicing things up podcast at gmail.com. I am willing to pay $10 per graphic art that we decide to keep. Again, that's spicing things up podcast at gmail.com. Let me know. Uh, Brennan and I will definitely get back to you. We're very, uh, we're very hands-on owners, but yeah. And then also we are officially awesome. on YouTube at Spice and Kings Up podcast. All right, Brennan, can I make a, can I make a dad joke real quick to our audience? I don't think there's any chance of me stopping you. See you next year. <laughs> there it is. Classic, classic. <laughs>